Welcome to another teaching series from Pastor Reza Safa. For more information on Pastor Reza's teachings and ministry, please visit www.rezasafa.com. They have faith in the physical. If they see it, they agree with it. And when we say they believe, they agree with it. It's not a faith of God that doesn't have to see in order to believe. I said last night to the Lord, I said, Lord, I was cutting my head or cutting my hair. I said, I got my own haircut. I did last night. I got one of these machines, you know, just machine haircut. So I said, I said, well, I was doing this. I said, Lord, I'd like to see you. Not that I need to, to believe it because I believe in you, but I don't know how you look like. Okay, and then I start. I was answering myself. No, I was answering myself. My spirit was like, I said, okay, it doesn't matter really how you look like. I know you're here because I'm fellowshipping with you. But, but it would just it would be good. <laughs> I was trying to come up because I was getting this word in me, and I'm and I'm and I'm I can contradict it, and so I say one thing and I answer myself. See, the word renews our thinking. The word renews our thinking. But here Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10, he says, night and day praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect or complete what is lacking in your faith. Now we could argue that there is no lack in the faith itself, that measure of faith that God has given us. But are we correspond our actions following that which God has given us? All of you have it. But we do things that hinder that. We pay attention to ourselves more. I was listening to radio this morning on the way here, and this guy called in and was talking about how, oh, so many people are leaving the church because, you know, they're discouraged, they're disappointed. And I was thinking, get over yourself. Pastor hurt you? Good. Get over it. Your mama hurt you? Okay. Get over it. It's not about you anymore. It's people like people serve people. I go to that church because of the pastor. So if he mess up, then I'm not going to go to church at all. Okay. Okay. And then we build up these philosophies. Oh, the church is you and me and my dog and my cat and... So we build, before we know, the faith is dormant. It's dead. The devil has taken that faith out. It's not active anymore. You don't get up Sunday mornings, ah, I'm going to church, praising God and getting the word in me today. It's inactive. You get up and go, okay, uh, you push that button. Okay, it's good. Okay, it's okay. It's, raise yourself a preaching. We've heard all that. Okay. And you get up and you do gardening. You go to Lowe's Sunday morning. You go swimming in those dirty lakes in Oklahoma. I'm trying to be nice today. I said, Lord, I'm going to encourage him today. <laughs> but I got to put in there a few things in between there. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly. 
an active faith. Has your faith grown more today than two weeks ago? Well, that's good. First Timothy, I just want to tell you what happens to the faith of people. First Timothy chapter 6. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord, help me. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money, didn't say money, but the love of it is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed away or from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Isn't that amazing? You know, I believe in prosperity, but that which is within the character of Jesus Christ that which is within the nature of God, the Father. It's not right for, for us to not consider the people that we are shepherding. Some of these guys live like masters. And you know, God bless them. God, God increase them. God anoint them. Many of them are givers. We don't want to point at that. But then again, let's not go be... Let's, let's, Money changes people. I've noticed that very few people I know that money hasn't changed. That love of it can mess them up. Okay, I don't want to take much time with this. But let's go over to Galatians chapters, chapter 3. Let me talk about your faith. Let me talk about your faith. Because you have faith, that puts you in a, in a position with God. Okay, Galatians chapter 3, in verse 23, Paul says, But before faith came, we were kept under, so, so here's this important, that's, that's, I just got this, I just saw this. Before faith came. See, this approves what I was just saying, the resurrection of Jesus. So that came with him, that kind of faith came with him. Because the spirit is born now again. And with the heart man believes, with the spirit man believes. So now it's possible for us. So before faith came. So faith, there was a time faith came. Before that it was law. Before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law. That's why Jesus had to keep saying them to them. Because he was talking to people under law. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Why? Because faith hadn't come yet. They had to believe. They had to stand on with what they saw. He says, before faith came, we were kept under God by the law, kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. In other words, the faith that has been given unto us has the possibility of putting us in a position to carry us to wherever God wants us to go. That faith that is in us, we don't need a tutor. The faith will do it. You don't need somebody laying hands on you to pray for your healing. Your faith can do it. Now again, we are growing up and sometimes we don't know how to get it. I gave you this example. 
Sometimes this shelf that is in my kitchen is way up there and my hands don't reach it. I could go get a step and put it up and get up there and get it. But I call John John. Because John John is taller, he's got a longer hands. And sometimes we do that. We have the capacity of getting it ourselves, but sometimes we don't know how, so we call upon an evangelist. You know, the, this, these, these meetings that are packed with believers, these evangelists are not sent to the church. Somebody's not teaching those people correct. Those meetings should be packed with unbelievers. That's what the evangelist is sent to. Not The healing is not for you. The healing evangelists are not for the church. They are for the world. Are you listening to me? But because nobody has taught him rightly, so they have to go get it by somebody else. Now, he says, then, but after faith has come, we no longer, we are no longer under a tutor. For you are all sons of God. Now, again, he's not talking about female or male here. He's talking about a position. There is, we've talked about, we've done a teaching on it. We are children of God by relationship, but sons of God by position. By faith, we are sons of God. And not every believer operate in the sonship, but they operate in, we all are children of God. That's our relationship rights. But sonship has got to do with taking position of our inheritance. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek and so on and so forth. Now, pay attention to verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. My child, my boy, Jonathan, because he's my son, because, or Kelly, because she's my daughter, because of the position they have with me, they are entitled to everything I have in the house. They don't have to actually ask me to go to the refrigerator and grab food to eat it. Why? Because I provided the food for them. They don't have to beg me for it. They don't have to fast for it. They don't have to pray about it. All they got to do is learn how to get it. Go get it. It is yours. When I went to the store, I was thinking about you when I bought that. When Jesus died on the cross, he didn't need healing. God didn't need healing. He did it for you and me. That's why they put a stripe on his body that by his stripes, I am healed. So the healing is mine. I don't have to pray for the healing. That's why nowhere in the scripture says pray for the healing. Except one place, James. The reason James says, James says, is there anybody, if there is anyone among you sick, let him call upon the elders and let them pray for him. Anoint him with oil. Pray our faith will raise him up. Well, there are again babes in Christ that don't know how to get it and somebody got to lay hands on him, pray for him, for them to get it. But healing is mine. I don't, I don't even have to have faith for healing. Because I already have faith. I don't even have to pray for healing. This thing bothers me. It's been bothering me a long time. Just last night, Friday night when they came to me, it dawned on me. 
Many Iranians come. These are new believers. They said, please pray for my peace. Wait a second. Romans chapter 5. Go over to Romans chapter 5. Verse 1 says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we, we have. You can't pray for something you already have. I don't pray for $20 when I've got it in my pocket. You crazy? You don't pray for something you have. Praying is an indication of unbelief. It's again, go back to that sense faith. It's unbelief to the word. When you pray for the things that Jesus has already pro, you don't say, Lord, save me every day, do you? The moment you said yes to Jesus, you received his salvation, didn't you? Now you have it. You got it. What is it? Why is it that we go to God all the time for healing? Lord, please heal me. Father, heal me. Lord, I pray. For Would you pray for my healing, please? Would you all pray for my healing? This woman came and to our meeting, she, she had this very uh, fallen countenance. I mean, she had, she, her, her face looked so depressed. She said, Pastor, my, they've arrested my son for, for murder, but I know he's innocent, and the whole church is praying, and I've been praying, and I'm believing God. Can you? I said, no, you don't believe God. I said, I don't see faith in your face. How can you say you believe God when you just look depressed? Do you have it? Has, has God granted it to you? No, you could say, again, that pulpit is there. I don't have it. I'm believing. I'm walking toward it. But you can say, I have faith when you don't have possession of it. Are you listening to me? This is where it's lacking. This is where it's missing. The, the puzzle for that, the mystery of faith, that the people operate in sense knowledge rather than in the revelation knowledge it is it is it it is my, him he provided it if if a son what does he say if an heir where, where were we we were in galatians go back there again go back there again are you an heir he says here have he says okay where was i Chapter 4. Therefore you're no longer a slave but a son. And if a son then an heir. What does it mean an heir of God? Everything God has provided me. For me. Through Jesus Christ. It belongs. What did Jesus provide for me? Freedom. Liberty. Joy. Joy is mine. And instead of saying God give me peace. God give me peace. Why don't you get up and say Lord thank you for peace that you have given me. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Again, I want to talk about the tense. Has, has blessed. Has something. Has tense means is a present perfect tense. Present participant. Means a, an action happened yesterday. Result of it is today. Still is in continuation. Has blessed me. That blessing began 2,000 years ago. With every spiritual blessings 
in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It would be wrong of you to say, Lord, bless me now. Bless me now, my Savior. I love that song. I come to thee. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour I need. Bless me now. No. That's unbelief singing. That's the sense knowledge singing. Thank you, Lord, for you have blessed me. He has blessed me. Why don't you start confessing, agreeing, correspondence, action to the word? Why don't you? That's what believing is, walking, standing on the word and obeying the word. Why don't you say, Lord, thank you for you have blessed me with every spiritual. I'm blessed with every, every spiritual blessings in heavenly place. You know, some of these words, I cannot bring it to you because we don't have the capacity to get it because we're not obeying the word. God wouldn't let me teach you about the name of Jesus. You know how many years I've been wanting to teach this about healing? Let me tell you in other words, I don't know if we're capable of handling this or not. Second Corinthians, go over to, or actually first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter three. Can we handle this word, O oh God? Look at verse 21. Read it carefully now. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are... What? All things are what? Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are, all are yours. And you are Christ. Now, this is the secret of the blessings. When, when I have everything, I'm a still, I still belong to Jesus. If he says, raise it, give it all away tomorrow. See, that's where we don't get it. And you are Christ, and Christ is God. All are yours. Why do I fast for something then? Why do I constantly banging, keep banging it? Oh God, oh God, healing. I read tape on this. I do this. I do that. I, I, I want to get it. But it's already, it's mine. It's like my kid crawling on me, kissing my hand. Bowing before me, kissing my feet. Dad, please feed me. I love you, Dad. Buddy, I went to the store and I got food. It's in the fridge. Please, Daddy. I beg of you. Mom, please come out and ask Dad. Please, Mom, please. You stand in between us. I'm hungry, Mom. Mom, I'm hungry. Mom, help me. That's what we do. Don't we do that? The healings? We travel to another country. For a healing evangelist. Oh, he's so anointed by God. Oh, raise yourself. Oh, he blows on me. His bad breath and I just feel so good. <laughs> People are crazy. They don't read the Bible. This woman came to me and says, Oh, this healing evangelist, throw his jacket. Hit, hit the jacket on my son. and My son fell down, but, oh, he still is a drug addict, but... But God, but God hit him with a jacket. Come on! 
God help us. No wonder we're, we're just so desperate. We're so desperate. Christians call the high, psychic hotline. <laughs> Who's going to be my husband? I tell you, you need to call me. I can tell you. <laughs> and I charge only half of the price. <laughs> I'll be happy with the dinner out. That's all it takes. It's like this man called Brother Hagen in the middle of the night. He says, do you have a word for me? He said, yes, I do. Go to bed. <laughs> it's foolishness gone to the sea. I mean, it's just so bad. But let's go back to the word. Thank, blessed be the God. Oh, I love that word. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, has blessed, has blessed, has blessed us. I, I got to change that. God bless you. I got to say, God has blessed you. No, God has blessed you. God has blessed you. With all the spirit. Oh, if we keep thinking it, if we keep saying it right, because we say it, our lingo is wrong, our thinking is wrong, then we believe it wrong. Blessed be the God. Blessed be the God. Blessed be the God. He is my strength. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why not keep saying those words? The Lord is my strength and my shield. God is strength, God is strength, God is strengthening me. God, I feel so weak. God help me. God help me. God help me. God. That's 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 the old. That's the sense covenant. That's the old stuff. When Jesus rose up, he renewed. He brought everything. He he opened heaven for you. We're in heaven. I'm I'm in heaven. I'm I'm blessed by the Son of God. He gave himself. God, God is God is in. God is in you. You have God. In, when you, wherever you go, you're taking God with you. God, God is in God is God is in you. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, you, God wakes up with you. When somebody blasphemes you, somebody uh, resists you, somebody hates you, God, let God come out of you. He's done it for us. This redemption of Jesus is awesome. He's he's done it for me. He became he his body became broken. They they stuck a spear on his side. They broke that sack that was full of water and blood for my sake. For my I have healing is mine. I don't need to fast for it. I don't need to pray for it. I just need to say thank you, Lord. By yours, thank you for yours. Jesus, thank you for yours. Lord, thank you for your stripes. Lord, thank you for your stripes. Lord, thank you for your love. Lord, thank you for your strength. Lord, thank you for all your blessings. Jesus, Lord, I praise you. Keep saying the word. Keep saying the word. It's mine. All my needs are met in its riches and glory. Thank you, Lord, for all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, keep saying those words. Let it sink down in your head and then go down deep in your spirit, man. He did it for me. He did it for you. It's mine. Oh, all things are yours. 
God is not a liar. You think that's just a statement? They slapped it in the back of the book there? No, no. Some of these men got hold of it and ran with it and they rose a thousand people from the dead. This Texan is raising 500 people from the dead in Mexico. It's mine. He says, it's mine. He says, the power is mine. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive. I've got power. I've got the power. Oh, pastor, lay your hands on. I need your anointing. You don't want my anointing. You got the son of God. It's in you. Believe the word. Believe the word. Correspondence to the word. It's actually wrong of me saying believe it because you have faith. Act upon it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, so much, so much, so much, so much stuff I have and I'm walking like a beggar. I'm walking like a beggar. One day I was here praying several years ago. I was praying. I was begging God. I heard the voice of God. He said, stop begging me. I'm sorry. He said, you're a son. Thank you for tuning into this series by Pastor Ray Zasatha. These audio broadcasts are made possible by the support and prayers of viewers like you. For more information on Pastor Ray's teachings and ministry, please visit www.rayzasatha.com.